everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 274. My name is Steve, and I am, of course, joined by our crew of Barry. Hey, Barry, how's it going? Hey, Steve, always a pleasure. And also, Greg. Greg, how you doing? Doing well. Sad that I missed last time, but I'm here this time. So that's Greg is back. That's right. right. Return of we Greg. Have, we have got a huge episode ready for you tonight. We're going to try to keep it moving as quick as possible. Of course, we're going to be talking about what we have been playing lately, and then we're going to dive into all of the announcements. And I think there's like 74 uh, announcements, showcases that we're going to go over. And that's that's an exaggeration. Um, but it feels like 74 <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. So we're going to try to hit those tonight on, the, on this podcast and uh, share our thoughts about all the games and announcements that have been made over the last couple of weeks. We're also going to help with our headlines that we're going to be hitting as well as talking about what's coming up over the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, if you're, if you've never joined us for the podcast, thanks so much for being here. If you've not followed us on social media, we are at Nintendo views over on Twitter. You should hop over there and, and follow us and also join our discord. We have a discord community. that's continuing to grow and it's awesome. Just a, a great place to talk about video games and so much more. So follow the link on the screen or in the show notes or the YouTube description. We love having you guys over there as well as uh, just joining up in the live chat. We record live every other Monday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, or sorry, Pacific time and 8.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And we'd love for you guys to just join in the chat. We've got a chat already going and uh, throughout the entire episode, we'd love just interacting with you guys as much as we can. So definitely be sure to throw your thoughts in there in the live chat. But if you, if you miss it, that's okay. Uh, we are on YouTube. We have a video version on YouTube, but you can post a comment later after the fact, or uh, if you're watching or listening somewhere else on your favorite podcast app, be sure to just, you know, reach out to us on social media or in our discord. Just, we'd love to, you know, know what you think about all the different things we've been talking about, all the games you've been playing, all those different things as well. So I uh, love interacting with the community and uh, that's a great way to do that. Uh, one programming note, I, I think uh, after our next episode, which will be 275, we're going to record that on Ju July 3rd. We're going to be taking a little bit of a a break for the rest of the summer. We got some traveling to do and Barry's got something going on. I don't know. It's supposed to happen in July. Just something. Just something. Yeah. Little something. <laughs> Little something. Moments they have baby something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a, a little bit of a break the rest of the summer after our July 3rd episode, but we'll let you know uh, when we'll be back and give you more details on that in the next episode. But before we jump into any of the Summer Game Fest announcements and all those different things that we're going to be discussing tonight, let's talk about what we have been playing and go to you first, Barry. Uh, yeah, so uh, on the Switch, still doing Pokemon Unite. Uh, their EV thing is ending up, but uh, been having a lot of fun with it. And the new EVs they added are, are really good. Uh, then went to Theater Rhythm, Final Fantasy, uh, because they've added the Chrono Trigger songs, and I, I didn't get a chance to do those thanks to Tears of the Kingdom. So it was great playing through those. Again, those such such beautiful music, and uh, uh, messed around with Endless Mode, and just had a little fun with that. And then uh, a little game from, uh, from you know, Don't Nod, the makers of Life is Strange, called Harmony, The Fall of Reverie, which you could find Steve and my own notes on. We did a game chat that's live on our YouTube channel now, so definitely check that out. Uh, phenomenal game honestly just a, a wonderful visual novel 
on the PS5, uh, last time I was playing Street Fighter VI, and I, I finished up Street Fighter VI. I finished the World Tour. Uh, what a game. I, that I did not expect an RPG out of Street Fighter VI, and it delivered in every way. Uh, I, I played some of the arcade, but honestly, after like 20-something hours of the, the RPG, I was like, I did story mode a couple times. I'm good. Uh, and moved on to the next game, which brought me to a system I don't usually talk about here, the Xbox Series X. I uh, played Diablo 4. Uh, big Diablo fan. And I would have played this on PS5, but it needs to be online. There's no offline, and that sucks. And I don't pay for PS Plus, but my dad, for some reason, has kept up my Xbox Live and I don't really use. So I'm like, oh, I might as well get the Xbox version and play that because it's already there. Uh, it's a great game. I finished this campaign. I'm on a, the, the world level three now, working on some end game stuff and building my character. I probably won't get to 100 uh, anytime soon. I'll be taking a break for Final Fantasy 16. But uh, it's something that I look forward to coming back to. Uh, just Diablo is an awesome game. And, and they, they knocked it out of the park with this. I expected the axe to be different worlds. No, it's one open world. They want the open world uh, route with it. So if you like Diablo, give that a shot. Uh, finally, PC still doing Final Fantasy 14 and mobile still doing Mario Kart Tour. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's go to the chat real quick. And it looks like Jake Jr. says, been playing. Uh, finished Twilight Princess HD and halfway through Minish Cap. Started a game, uh, 3DS from Sega and Atlas called Stella Glow, and am uh, and got to Chapter Six of Xenoblade Three. So I know he's been playing lots of uh, retro Zelda. He's been like making his way through the entire catalog recently, and then also, yeah, making his way through Xenoblade Three, which is not a small game either. He has been like plowing through some big games recently so job yeah. jakester um i have not i've i've just been playing a couple games which i'll get to in a second but first i want to hear from greg greg what you've been playing thankfully not a huge long list here so um i had a little time for a little bit of among us my daughter absolutely loves playing that um so it's still popping to do a few matches like every other week or so with her and still a lot of fun um and pretty much just my entire life just been consumed with tears of the kingdom. So <laughs> I know like two podcasts ago, I was bare, like, was doing like running around and exploring and everything. And now here I am uh, four weeks later and I pretty much only have like 20 or so shrines left to do. I got a bunch of sages wills. I explored quite a lot of the um, sky islands and also the depths. I haven't completed the depths map, but it's, Definitely more than halfway through. I just missing like a um, right around the Gerudo and the uh, Lurlin village area. Really left to kind of finish out. Um, I haven't really beat the game yet, but I did like the um, five uh, main objective things or whatever that you're supposed to do to, or that they recommend that you do before you go to Ganon or whatever. So like I did do the, like the optional like fifth one that is not really like told to you through quest line and stuff. I just somehow stumbled upon that and just went through and completed it. So um, I've been having a huge blast with the game. I've been playing Smile with my face like pretty much the entire time I'm playing and just have logging like several hours a day and just keep finding more to explore and complete. So yeah, it's still going ahead and it's just been tons of fun just anything i come across i try to solve and if i don't figure it out then i just mark it with a stamp on the map and come back to it in the future so it's been a lot of fun nice 
Nice. Uh, Jakester says he's been at 115 hours of Xenoblade so far. In addition to all the Zelda games he's been playing. (laughs) So it's been great. Uh, Gaming Dad is on there and says Stasis Bone Totem on my PC Steam Deck. Nothing on my Switch lately, though I need to finish this and get back to Breath of the Wild still. I've been traveling for work a fair bit and have more over the next two months. Also said only thing I have to play on a traveling on a Steam Deck. Um, The Switch is more of a family console, so... And uh, bringing this Steam Deck on the way. I've I've been looking at the Steam Deck like quite a bit recently. And because I'm trying to figure out it's all because of Rocket League. And like, how can I find something that can consistently play this at a at a higher frame rate without buying a two thousand dollar PC gaming PC? That's that's what I'm trying to figure out. So. Yeah, supposedly <laughs> a new model of the Steam Deck in the works. So if you're mm. thinking about it, I would hold off because the new one probably has updated specs and will run it better. I'm gonna assume mm. that's that's what I that's what I'll eventually I'll need. So um, unless they just you know come out with that you know Switch Pro anytime soon that can pop out you know consistently better graphics and all that stuff, but uh, We'll see. We'll see. And then really quick on the mobile side, it's just been um, Monopoly Go and Roblox. And unfortunate announcement is I decided to turn the towel for Fire Emblem Heroes. So um, it just came kind of daunting trying to keep up with that and play playing Tears of the Kingdom. And I was just kind of falling off and like, well, why am I still really playing it it's just more just out of habit at this point and even though i really enjoyed it for several years and everything it just was getting to be too much with the other games going on so rip a fire emblem heroes on my side for the time being it's like an addiction like the same thing when it with dragalia lost when they made the announcement it was like even though i'm like i'm done like it it was like withdrawals at first like no i i have i have to spend my my points and I have to do some runs and oh my God, you know, uh, so I'm sure you're going through something similar. It's weird. It's just like the the daily habit. Yeah. It's like, I still see it. I like, I should open it up. Like, Oh wait, like I'm like, I haven't logged in for about like a week or two now. And it's still kind of like rough trying to get used to it, but it's not because the game's ending or anything like that, or it's a bad game. It's just, I just feel like I have spent my time with it. And just when you get so many, unlucky things and they keep pumping out new heroes like every week or two it's just kind of really hard to keep up with like the meta and staying current and spending all this time preparing for the battles every week so we're just becoming your money's worth out of it yeah sure well (laughs) probably bought like (laughs) way too many uh switch games instead of all the money i pumped into it but yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I did the same with dragalia you know that's how they get you they get you hooked in, and then they say, "Oh, just you want this new hero? Just a little bit, just a little bit." Oh, next week here's a new one you want. <laughs> yep, glad I haven't started any of that. <laughs> I think I even, uh, I think I spent a total of maybe five bucks or something like that on the uh, Mario Kart tour as well. So I don't feel like I've I've lost any money there. I don't think they're going to be shutting down that anytime yeah. soon, though. So uh, if I do. You know, decide to go back to it. It's probably always going to be there, but who knows? See, the, and like I mean, Mario Kart Two are like the gold pass to me. Like to me, it's worth it. If you play every day, it's five dollars for the whole month. You're getting rewards. Uh, that's different. Um, like it's a, it's a subscription kind of service. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of subscription services, this is kind of like, almost like a headline. But I just saw this before we came up. And this is a, a step in the right direction. 
the game Chocobo GP, if you remember, uh, came out in the Switch. It had microtransactions in the game. They, it was Square Enix trying to do the whole season pass thing. Uh, I, I played it. I loved it. I did not do the season pass, but I loved the single player. I love Final Fantasy. And apparently it was delisted. And without saying anything, it got relisted with all the microtransactions cut out of it. And then now you can unlock it all naturally. So I'm hoping they do a new physical with all that on the card. But but yeah, it's like, this is like, you don't see this usually. You see a game yeah. die because of it. Now they put all that content there that you can unlock naturally. That's what I heard. So nice. good on Square for doing that. Because the game is a lot of fun. And people that's were true. turned off because of that. And I hopefully... You give it a try, but uh, I like to see that. See, Nintendo, you can take a game offline (laughs) and then put it back and let people just enjoy that content you've already created. (laughs) If Square can do it, you can do it. (laughs) That is unfortunate. I mean, I guess, you know, the people that paid early got earlier access. Got early, got like last year when it came out. Still, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's got to be potentially, especially if you bought it like last minute. Like, well, no, um, the game's been dead for a while. Like, they they haven't, they haven't had that for a while they only did like two oh, seasons okay. and it okay. did, it failed so they stopped but they kept the, the the microtransactions in the game and no one was buying them so they just said screw it let's just give that content away now which i wish okay. other companies would do at the end i have been playing uh, a little bit of tears of the kingdom i i put it on the shelf because i played a lot of harmony uh, fall of reverie reverie over the last couple of weeks. And like Barry said, we, we did a game chat on that that, uh, is live on our YouTube channel. So definitely check that out for all of our thoughts. It is potentially one of our longest reviews ever. Um, probably only falling to tears of the kingdom on a couple podcast episodes ago. <laughs> so, um, we talked a lot about harmony and I have a, finally, I was having issues with I recorded my entire gameplay, so I'm going to post that on our YouTube channel as well. Um, it's like 11 and a half hours um, of gameplay if you wanted to, to see a full game uh, playthrough of, of the game and the choices that I made when I played the game. Um, no commentary or anything like that, but um, I was having issues because it was such a large file to export. So I finally got that done just a, about an hour or so before we went live for this podcast. So uh, we'll post that later on in the week for, uh, for our YouTube channel if you want to watch that. And then playing some Rocket League, of course, they had a, a surprise uh, items this couple weeks ago, a week ago. Um, they have a like a co-op thing with uh, the Transformers. So I was able to uh, get Bumblebee's car and uh, ride around in that. And that's been fun. And he actually has the first time ever they've done uh, celebration animations. So usually at the end of the game, you win, your car is just there. And you can bounce around and jump around and stuff like that if you want to while um, while it's saying you're a team one. But Bumblebee actually has, I think, three or four different um, poses or dances or whatever he does. He'll like transform into, you know, his transformer, the robot self and uh, do something at the end of the game if you win. So it's really fun as well. And they have like a goal explosion that has Optimus Prime coming through the the goal and all this other stuff too. So I think that's still alive if, uh, if it is. Um, you can def- definitely still get that. But uh, if not, they, they have been kind of cycling those through. Like, so if you miss it, you maybe wait like three, four months and it might come back on the shop. But if you do like Transformers, make sure you get it right away. So, 
But that's uh, that's pretty much it for me. Tears of the Kingdom a little bit. Harmony was most of my last couple of weeks. And then uh, some Rocket League as well, especially with Transformers. So let's jump in to all of the news that's been happening over the last couple of weeks. Summer Game Fest has uh, started officially, I guess, technically the uh, the official uh, Summer Game Fest is over now, but there are still a lot of different uh, showcases and directs and all those things that are happening throughout the summer that are kind of connected to that, some, some of them more than others, but those have been happening over the last couple of weeks. So, Barry, how about you kick us off and tell us what happened at the official Summer Game Fest with Jeff Keighley and all the announcements that happened there? Yeah, so, wow, what a show. Um, it's, it's always interesting to see Jeff Keighley get up there and do a show. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through uh, some of the stuff that's announced, and then we'll, we'll just pan through it. Um, started with, like, Prince of Persia, brand-new Prince of Persia game. Looks uh, phenomenal. Um, it's like side-scroller Metroidvania. Uh, new Sonic game was announced, new side score Sonic game. Uh, they've got Marvel Spider-Man 2 finally got an announcement. That's not Switch. Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth got an announcement. Alan Wake 2, they did a big thing in Mortal Kombat 1, which is coming to Switch, which is really cool. Uh, surprisingly, Nicolas Cage came on stage for Dead, for Dead by Daylight, which I'm, I'm assuming that's also going to hit <laughs> hit the Switch, which uh, I would love to see. Uh there, there was just a bunch of crazy, crazy stuff. Like, I'm trying to find, like, the full list. Um, uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, which I know uh, Dave is really excited about uh, in, in the Discord. Uh, that's uh, Yakuza. Star Trek Infinite was announced. John Carpenter has a game called Toxic Commando was revealed. Uh, Sandland, which is a brand-new action game from Akira Toriyami. Uh, Tariyama from you know, Dragon Quest, and he did uh, Dragon Ball Z art, so he's doing a brand new open world. They got Pal World, which is Pokemon with guns. Lord of the Rings Return to Moria is coming. Uh, Banisher's Ghost A New Eden is a new action RPG. Baldur's Gate 3 got some new announcements shown off. Uh, they showed off a little bit for Twisted Metal. Marvel Snap gets a new competitive mode. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has a new season. Path of Exile 2 is shown off. Exo uh, Primal is getting a Street Fighter 6 crossover. That's like Capcom's season pass kind of deal. Uh, Life is P is getting a demo. Uh, Netflix did a Witcher trailer. Well, Warhammer 40K, Space Marine 2 uh, showed off uh, co-op mode. Uh, yes, Your Grace is getting a sequel. Witchfire is going early access. Remnant 2 is coming out. Uh, Immortals of uh, Avenue or Avuem got a gameplay clip. Under the Waves is coming this August. Honkai Star uh, Rail, uh, a new game from like the Genshin Impact people, got a release window. Black Desert Online got an expansion. Uh, Lisfanga, the Time Shift Warrior, was announced. It's a new hack and slash game. Fay Farm, which was shown off in a Nintendo Direct, originally gets a release date and is. <laughs> Uh, surprisingly getting better reception now. Uh, Throne and Liberty uh, got a new trailer. Party Animals gets a release date. That looks like a human fall flat. And uh, those are the, the main things shown off across all systems. But, of course, there's some Switch stuff there, too. Uh, did you guys get to watch this? And, and what are your thoughts on what was announced? Like, What were your highlights? Yeah, Greg, you want to go first? Um, well, I can easily just say I didn't really get a chance to watch it. but and 
that might go for other things, other of these shows that we talk about, but it's definitely going to be a lot that I'm going to be need to take in and have some time to digest and see what kind of games I'm going to be downloading. I'm sure there's has to be more than one title that I'm going to be interested in for switch. So um, yeah, I'll just deter to you guys to see if you actually watch the presentations and any more deep dives in that you're aware of. Yeah, I'd say um, for the me, the ones that, that stood out, um, like Fortnite keeps doing this fun stuff. And actually, yeah, Jakester mentioned that um, with the uh, Fortnite and Transformers deal. It didn't surprise them that, you know, they've made the the Rocket League, um, the co-op is, or uh, crossover as well. But I think um, that's always cool. And it's it's things that pulled me back into Fortnite every once in a while are these things like this, which is really cool. Um, also, the Sonic Superstars seems really cool i'm always up for a really good sonic 2d game i i've spoken on these podcasts before i'm not a huge fan of uh the 3d sonic games even the really good ones it just it just doesn't work for me because it's it slows down sonic and i want sonic to be flying left to right have you tried frontiers um i've played a little bit of it but i still it's like frontiers is like i still don't like how empty it is like that, that's weird to me. Like, I know they added more since the very beginning, but it still seemed really empty to me. And I don't know, like, I, I like, I like the linear idea of, and then mostly linear idea of the, of the 2d Sonics. It's, it's where I really, I really enjoy it. And I think it was, I mean, it's kind of similar to me with, um, I always preferred the 2d Mario games until the last few games until galaxy, I think was the one that finally won me over to like, okay, I really, really enjoy um, 3d Mario too. But, uh, but Sonic's really stayed in that, that way. So like if we can get a really good um, 2d Sonic game, that's, that's always going to be good. Um, Trying to think if there was, there was a couple other things that, that stood out to me, but I'm blanking right now. I'm trying to scroll through here and, see if i can remember what it was um yeah just Nic- nicholas cage being like on the screen and and being in dead by daylight like i think it's funny it's like first you get keanu reeves and now you can get nicholas cage like what other like star of that caliber do we need to get in a video game that just comes out and just like i don't really know why i'm here apparently i'm in a video game and uh hope you enjoy it um so as like, scripted I don't know. as that was i believe that he was like i haven't played video yeah. games why am i here yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i i don't know if i'll ever play dead by daylight but i'll definitely watch videos and gameplay of other people playing it for sure because it's got nicholas cage in it um so that'd be fun and um yeah i think there's just a ton of, of games love love to see Fay farm stuff um i don't know if it's a game that i'll be necessarily getting but it's it's so cute and it's cool to now have a, a release date and you know see something that is switch related <laughs> that was on there because most of it was not um which is doesn't really surprise me um but Fay farm getting getting some time was was pretty cool to see as well so what do you think barry uh, yeah, I thought it was a good show. I mean, Jeff Keighley's shows, like if you if you like the Game Awards, if you you know you'll you'll like this. It's his, like his style. Um, like I I think some of the pacing is weird. Like he'll do like a lot, and like Mortal Kombat one, he did a lot on, and then others just get like little trailers, and you know the whole thing with Nicolas Cage. Like I feel he needs to get his pacing down. Uh, you know, do a big thing, fine, but like 
alternate, do some smaller stuff, and then a big thing. And I feel like it's like two big things in a row, and then some smaller, and then, like, it's just all over the place. Uh, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown looks amazing. I'm yeah. super happy about that. Uh, it's one of the reasons I'm not a big Assassin's Creed fan because that, that took over. The Prince of Persia mm-hmm. team did Assassin's Creed and never looked back. Uh, so I'm glad to see Prince of Persia come back. No announcement for the. You know, we'll talk Ubisoft in a little bit. No announcement for the Prince uh, Sands of Time remake. I don't know what hell happened with that. Yeah. Um, the, Mortal Kombat does that turn into this or something or no? It's a completely different game. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Mortal Kombat One. Uh, as stupid as the naming is. Uh, I look forward to it because I've enjoyed yeah. 9, 10, and 11. Like, I really enjoyed what they did. I play fighting games with the story. I'm the weirdest person in the world. But <laughs> but I, I enjoy the story, so I'll be playing it for at least for the story. Uh, Sonic Superstars, hell yeah. That looks amazing. That that surprised me. I was like, oh, what are they doing? But this this looks really good. Uh, Sandland looks awesome, too. Uh, I love Akira Toriyama. I love his art style open world action game, letting him go to town, sign me up. And Power World looks like fun too. Like mm. I love Pokemon and the <laughs> Pokemon with guns. It looks fantastic. Like, I mean, this could be terrible, but if it's done right, this could be <laughs> really good. Uh, Boulder's Gate 3 looks good too. Uh, again, another classic RPG series. I would love that for Switch. I mean, the first two are on Switch now, so um, why not mm. the third? Uh, Path of Exile 2, same thing. It's like, I, I have a soft spot for action RPGs. Like I'm playing Diablo 4 now, so I mean, I like that. Um, trying to think, I think uh, that might have been the real ones that I'm looking forward to. Uh, Fae Farm looks better now than it did before, but but those are the main ones I'm looking forward to. And I hope the other ones that I didn't mention turn out great. But uh, there was a little more Switch stuff than I did expect mm-hmm. because Jeff Keighley tends to lean towards. Uh, PlayStation, so maybe he's uh, yep. he's opening up a little bit. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, um, I did forget that. Yeah, Spider-Man and uh, Prince of Persia were the other Spider-Man two that I was that was excited right. to see as well. Um, Spider-Man yeah, Two looks pretty good. It does, and like even though I don't have a PS Five, um, it it still looks great. Um, so. I don't know if it's going to be one of those games that's going to sell the system to me or not because I barely boot up my PS4, but um, but the game looks fantastic, though. Uh, going to the chat, looks like Jakester says, Power World sounds funny. Prince of, Persia, Prince of Persia was about the only thing I got excited about during the main Summer Game Fest show. So well, let's move on because there is a ton to talk about. We're just in number two for this discussion uh, tonight. And let's move on to the Wholesome Direct. And Greg is going to tell us what was highlighted in that show. Yeah, so the, this has a prior equally long list about games that um, Barry oh, covered. No. And this one's far longer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It kind of sounds like it because I, I guess you were at a lot more in there. But uh, I guess we got uh, Minico's Night Market. We got Pico, Spirit Swap, Button City, Soccer Days, Frog Song, I Am a Caterpillar, Bubblegum Galaxy, Sticky Business, Moonstone Island, Station to the Station, The Palace on the Hill, August, Usagi, Sima, Karmazoo, Get Karmazoo, Flutter Away. Another one I won't be able to probably say. Uh, Chimera, Chimera Roo, a Frog Refuge, Baldins, A Little to the Left, Cupboards and Drawers, Henry Halfhead, Gordlitz, Lakeburg Legacies, Loftia, 
Beastie Ball, Smushy Game, Come Home, Venba, Little Nemo, and the Guardians of Silverland, Guardian Witch Life, Orange Season, Surmount, Grimoire Groves, Garden Buddies, well, for um, coming this summer, uh, Tiny Sticker Tail, Everdeep Aurora, Kibu, Magical Delicacy, Little Friends, Puppy Island, The Guardian of Nature, Town Seek, Feed All the Monsters, Minita's Kitchen, Unpacking, Botany Manor, Solar Punk, While the Iron's Hot, uh, Wildflowers, A Highland Song, Sushi Ben VR, Snoofkin, Melody of Moving Valley, A Star Named EOS, Fall of Porcupine, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, Tiny book, Bookshop, Wood Plus Weather, Campfire Cat Cafe, Sopa, Tracks of Thought, Go Go Town, Caddo, Let's Revolution, Divian Winds, Ducky's Delivery Service, Tall Trails, P Petite Island, Quilts and Cats of Calico, Puzzle, uh, Pizza Possum, The Last Alchemist, Mars, First Logistics, Fishbowl, Mirth Island, Garden Life, Sanya, March of the Shrooms, Toaster Ball, Town Frame, Window Garden, Word Factor, er, Word Factory, Life After Magic, Athenian Rhapsody, and Fields of Mysteria. So that was Good job, quite a Greg. lot to <laughs> go through. Quite a number of these were like PC and even mobile, but there were some Switch ones. And I do recall seeing, a, like I remember a few of those from previous Indie Direct. So it's nice to see that uh, some of those get some screen time and a reminder that some of these games are coming out uh, hopefully soon. So um, there wasn't really too many release dates in the article that we quoted, but there's, I think, a few that are available already some that are launching in the very near future and others for like next year and most of them didn't even have any sort of reference of when they're expected to launch yeah yeah, yeah i don't know what you guys thought or remember any of these games that you might be excited for barry any thoughts you remember all every one of these games and talking talking about you know uh pacing and stuff like I love wonderful games. They, they do a great job. I love that they put on these directs, but they just put like, it's too many. It's trailer, 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 trailer. It, it's too hard to digest. And I feel like they need pacing to get this through. And, and the, it, it's great. This just shows how many games are coming out, right? This ridiculous number. Um, that being said, there are some really good ones that I saw. One that I'm really excited for is Little Nemo and the Guardians of Slumberland. Mm -hmm. Uh, love Little Nemo and the NES, and I've been following this one. Uh, looks great. Really excited that this is coming to the Switch. Uh, Story of Seasons is another one. Uh, I loved Harvest Moon growing up, and while I haven't played the latest Story of Seasons games, uh, I'm happy that they're still coming out. Uh, yeah, I've been leaning more towards the Rune Factories, but uh, absolutely the, really excited that that one's coming. Uh, so uh, we talked about it before, the little to the left. DLC, we talked mm -hmm. about that, the anxiety, seeing that again. I'm like, oh, no, not again. It's haunting me. Um, what was the other one I saw? Uh, Vemba looks interesting. Uh, where was it? Little was Friends Puppy one. Island. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah, there <laughs> it is. Oh, Wildflowers. That one uh, That one looks, I've hmm. heard good things about, too. That one's on, on Switch. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so many 
and I didn't see all of them. I was just too many. And a lot of the ones that were just for PC, I didn't, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this right now, but hopefully they come to, to switch. Um, but yeah, I just glad that they put this on for everybody. Yeah. It was just so much with all the, if this was, was the only direct, it would be different, but with all the other ones, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much. Um, I think the Maneco's night market looks cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, there's another one. Um, I am Caterpillar. I think I've played this game. I feel like it's a re-release. I need to look into it a little more, but I've played a game that I thought was called I am Caterpillar. It's been a while ago, so I, I think it's the same game. Um, and uh, Fall of Porcupine looked interesting. Like, uh, I think at, for, I don't know, like how many hours and I love, I do enjoy RPGs. I just don't get into them as, as much anymore. So I don't know how long it'll be there knowing it's coming from the wholesome direct it's probably less hours than you know like a you know xenoblade rpg or something like that so um maybe i can actually get into that it, it, i like the like the art style and and the the game um what they showed off and everything too so those are kind of a couple that that's uh I, I agree with what what barry said but those are a couple others that also stood out to me um in addition to what was the there was a uh game there was the like the one very first one it was like a ball game i forget what that was as well that was That's the next one i think they is have, it the next one yeah that was the first game that showed off okay so maybe i'm jumping ahead i'm jumping ahead you are so i can't get them all get them all confused but uh greg anything stand out to you um, definitely little Nemo. Um, I did back it on Kickstarter. So, um, like Barry, I, I really enjoyed the NES one with beyond reason. And as soon as I'd heard they had a Kickstarter, I was like, I have to back this. This is incredible that they're making like a follow up to this. So, um, that's definitely the huge one for me. And I think since the rest of them are mostly PC, it's probably most of them will be not really sticking out because I don't really play too much on PC. So, um, yeah, other ones I'll just be taking a further look into as time goes on. Cool. Well, let's keep it on going. And we also had a Day of the Devs showcase uh, featuring Double Fine and I Am 8-Bit. And uh, from that roundup, here's the game that I was talking about, Beastie Ball by Wishes Ultimate Unlimited. Um, so Beastie Ball comes out. Um, that's a Steam game for now. Most of these games, I think almost all of them are Steam only for now. Um, I may I may be wrong on some of them. We'll see as we go through. But we also have uh, Hyper Light Breaker, Simpler Times, Viewfinder, Haunty, Cart Life, Hellskate, Henry Halfhead, Cocoon, Ete, Summerhill, Eternite, Eternites, man, it's getting tough to pronounce some of these. Retro Gadgets, Mars First Logistics, Salt Sea Chronicles, and uh, that was it. So yeah, I believe all these games are Steam only, if I'm not mistaken, unless they mention something about also possibly coming to uh to console as well and i may have missed that but um but yeah of of the non-nintendo games and some of these may end up coming to to switch a lot of times um indie games like this will will end up coming to switch but right now they're mostly on steam uh greg anything stand out to you about these games um yeah since most of them are steam i wasn't really following it too closely so um, yeah, it'll just be something else I look into. I'm sure, like as you were saying, if they do come to Switch, then I'll definitely be 
more on my radar, but probably for the time being, mostly not. Yeah. Barry, how about you? Uh, yeah, Hyperlight Breaker, which I believe is coming for Switch. Uh, Follow-up to Hyperlight Drifter, which was also mm-hmm. on Switch. Uh, looks phenomenal. Heart Machine is an awesome developer and yeah. uh, good people. Uh, Ed- uh, Knights looks fantastic as well. That one really has me excited. And uh, Beastie Ball, like you said, it was the start of the show. It looked like, all right, this is actually looks entertaining. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I... I, I... Any any game like that is is, is going to be exciting to me as well, and and maybe it's one of those things that get me to uh, to turn Steam on again, and uh, hopefully it can play on Mac. And if it can't, then then I'll also put it off, and maybe eventually get that Steam Deck and play there. <laughs> but or a game like that could also probably come to to Switch, so I could Most just wait will. until that as well. Um, Summerhill also uh, I, I like when when narrative puzzle games are done well um they could be really fun so that was that was also one that, that stood out to me that, that could be um fun a, as well and what was the um you mentioned um what was it? oh hyperlight Hyper- breaker Hyper-Light. yeah like just kind of like the uh, it's a roguelike so i'm not sure if i'll like it or not but but having similar mechanics to like zelda and stuff like that is is kind of cool so um that also kind of stood out to me. I just don't know um, about the roguelite stuff. But. Well, let's move on. Grasshopper Direct. Barry, what was... Uh, tell us a little about this Grasshopper Direct <laughs> event. So this was a thing that apparently <laughs> transpired uh, on June 14th. It was supposed to start at, at midnight. I think it started, like wound up going up at 1 o'clock because they had so many technical issues that they finally just uploaded the whole thing on YouTube and didn't stream it and just said, here, have fun. Um, and it certainly exists. It's a thing that exists. <laughs> I could say for certain the video exists and you could absolutely click play to watch. Why you would want to, I don't know, but but you can. I will say that. Um, so this is what was shown at the showcase um you had a 25 year uh, <laughs> retrospective which was nice to see always good thing to start started with shadows of the damned remastered which which had previously been announced uh great to see this uh you know i think this game got a lot of uh it d- didn't get a, as much coverage i think it came out around the same time as like dante's inferno on the 360 and ps3 and uh it was a lot of fun so to see this come back and it's coming to most consoles probably so you know I, it's most likely going to the Switch. Uh, or it's coming to all current platforms, it probably is what they said. And they also said, I think Suda51 said, like, oh, yeah, it'll be great to play this portably. So I have a feeling this is coming to Switch. Then they showed off uh, Grasshopper 25th Anniversary Art, which looks nice. Uh, and uh, Their online shop, they pitched their online shop. Like, if you didn't buy from them, they were going to get beaten in the back with a you know baby seal or something. Um, they showed off a concept art exhibit, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this is only in, in Japan, of course. It's July 22nd to August 6th. Um, I, I love concept art. Uh, I think it, we should do this more often. We should like looking at concept art for even TV shows and movies, and, and it's awesome just to see what could have been and, and how things evolved. Um, and then they teased at the very end when they had the real Suda 51, because of course they had the fake Suda 51 throughout the whole thing. Um, a secret game. Some people were speculating it's a new No More Heroes game. Uh, we don't know. Uh, the rest of it was literally two guys or two people, a guy and a girl, and the guy constantly disrespecting and interrupting the girl for, for laughs and some weird 
Um, there were some weird ads that might have been for real games or they might have just been BS ads <laughs> with the skip ad button that totally fooled Steve. Um, and it... <laughs> Like I said, this is a thing that absolutely transpired, and you could watch it, but I don't know why you would want to. Did you guys watch it? I mean, I know Steve has, so let's go to you, Steve, yeah. first. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. I I didn't. I watched it after the fact, so I didn't uh, experience all of the delays and all that stuff um, that everybody else did. I, I watched it like the next day or something like that, but. Um, yeah, like the 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 ads totally got me as well, and I just get back going. What in the world is this? Um, and and yeah, I think they really only showed like two games, um, and they both look good. When one we know a little bit about, and one we know next to nothing about, it, except for a couple screens at the very end. So I guess it's gonna be good. I don't know. Um, that was it. What do you think, Greg? <laughs> I didn't watch it, but it sounds like I almost need to just to get some laughs out of it. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, you're more than welcome to watch it. Let us know what you think. Yeah. It's only like 12 minutes uh, and, and and they, yeah, it exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something else that uh, that exists um, and is always off the wall is the Devolver, Digi uh, Devolver Digital Direct. <laughs> um, so it's a tongue twister. So, Greg, tell us about what happened in the Devolver Digital uh, event this year. <laughs> All right. So um, hopefully I have the right thing open, but uh, I think it was the Star Wars Outlaws. Is that where did I open up the wrong link? Oh, That's no, it was definitely one. not Star Wars in this one. It uh, yeah, it showed off like a, a baby steps. And okay, yeah, I, sorry, I have the wrong link. So, okay, so we got <laughs> a bunch of concept art for. There is a bunch of concept art at the yeah. top of their page. So, yeah, yeah. slide through that. Yep, so it looks like it starts off with uh, Baby Steps as a walking stimulator, and then we also got uh, Human Fall Flat 2 is apparently happening as well. Um, Talos 2 also was uh, shown off. They had a gameplay trailer for that. Wizard with a gun dropped. Well, I guess a Wizard with a gun, and then there's like a new demo that's on Steam, and then it's going to be on uh, PS5 and Xbox and PC later on. See, and then we also Sludge Life 2 for PC. We got Wanna Watch the Whole... Th or is that, I guess that's the thing. I Wanna Watch the Whole Thing again for the whole video. So, yeah, that's just a few games shown there. Um, as you can tell, I didn't watch the there's show. More. But, there's more. Um, <laughs> I was just going off based on what the article says. Look, so look right on okay. the... Uh, Steve's sharing yeah. it. You can read it right on the screen. It's got Bleak, Bleak Sword DX is, is the next uh, one. Bleak. All right. So I guess I scrolled past that one then. All right, Bleak Sword, Bleak Sword DX was the last one that was uh, shown off for uh, Apple Arcade. Yeah, and they had That's lots going of sales to and, and other PC stuff. and stuff. Yeah, so lots of crazy stuff. Always, always a really interesting show from Devolver Digital, and uh, <laughs> they bring a bunch of actors and and do some really silly things uh, this year. So Barry, I know you're a big fan of the Devolver Digital events. What'd you think of this year's? 
I, I was sad to see no longer a continuation. Like they ended yeah. the previous story and that's it. Um, I, I was annoyed at the pre-show because I tuned in. It was like, oh, 15 minutes to go. And like, it was just like weird music and all this with Volvi and, you know, these weird messages Volvi was saying. And then like, they would just show random trailers. And I was like, this is weird. Like, is this it? Like literally they're going to have us do this for 15 minutes. And just like, that's what I thought the show was. I was like, this is bull. And then when it started, I was like, I love this. I love the fact that they created this fake character, this fake history, fake gameplay of fake games. With, with And they went deep with the rich history and the culture and the rise of a character and the merchandise and the fall of the character. Like you can tell they put a lot of thought into this. And I love that fact that they played this as straight as possible, that, that this character has been there beating out. And I love how they said like to compete and they didn't say Mario or Sonic, but they said Arrow the Acrobat and, hmm. and, and like Awesome Possum and like all the, the failed mascots. And like to me, that was like, that's great because that's 90s nostalgia. Um, and then of course the whole, like, uh, is this where they're going with it? And then of course the Devolver part comes out with the, the whole yeah. robot the whole full <laughs> V and and creating games, whatever that you want, and the black sludge and and the, the, the creator of Volvi watching this whole thing go down and of course the, the massacre starting and and all the craziness that you expect. It's absolutely worth watching just for how much effort they put into it. As for the games, I was really shocked that they only showed off four games. And uh, I never played Talos Principle. I've heard good things, so Talos Principle 2 is cool. Human Fall Flat never got to me, but I know a lot of people do like it. So a sequel, that's awesome. Wizard with a Gun looks sort of interesting. And Baby Steps reminds me of Octodad, but in the worst possible way. Like It's hilarious to watch, but I think I would throw my controller at the screen playing it. Like it's just, my wife was watching it, just like watching that trailer, like, what the hell did I just wake up to? <laughs> she was sleeping on the couch, woke up to that trailer, thought she was having a fever dream and went back to sleep because it's just so bizarre. It yeah. is just, it is the type, that's the type of fake game I would expect, but it's a real game coming out. Yeah. Um, so I, I look forward to watching people. Like, like I feel like if you're in a party setting, that could be hilarious, but by yourself, no. No, I, I would not want to play that. Yeah, Um totally with you yeah and and agree like uh human fall flat i never played the first one but but i know there's so many people that are big fans of it and so like that was that was a big standout to me um as, as well as um as uh bleak sword dx um already announced but like it looks pretty cool as well and love that it's coming to to switch um but uh but yeah, I, when I think of Devolver's, I don't remember many of the game announcements in the past anyway. So like, I just remember the craziness of like the the skits that they play out anyway. So like to have more at during the pre-show and then like get that stuff out of the way and then move on to the actual thing and show off like four games that actually it made a lot of more sense to me because it feels like they kind of just leaned into where they they feel like their strengths are. <laughs> and then, and uh, what did you think of their presentation then? Oh, it's always crazy. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I I, I kind of I like the fact that they didn't continue because honestly, like <laughs> like that was just it was kind of getting a little long and kind of weird <laughs> um, in the past. And I was like, I don't even understand what is going on. So to start start something new, it was 
it was a good idea, I think, for me. Um, I, I enjoyed it more because it was new and fresh and everything. So, but yeah, I'm totally with you on, on baby steps. I'm like, I, it could be fun to watch someone else play it, but I'm never going to get excited about playing it myself. Um, but uh, all right, let's move on because we have still lots to talk about and not a whole lot of time to talk about them. Let's move on to the Ubisoft Forward event. And in that event, we got lots of really fun stuff. We got Star Wars Outlaws that was revealed, a new Assassin's Creed, Mirage, Prince of Persia, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So let's move on through that list. Star Wars Outlaws is uh, coming out on, I believe, uh, all the, 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 the bigger name consoles and the PCs, not the Switch, unfortunately. Um, not that I'm really ex- expecting a Star Wars game, like a new Star Wars game to come out on Switch anyway, but it's coming out. Uh, and then we saw Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is launching on October 12th. Uh, and then Avatar Frontiers of Pandora was shown off, as well as X Defiant. Uh, the open season or open session, sorry, is coming on June, June 21st through June 23rd. And uh, they released a, uh, a release date window of, ooh, I forget what that was, but uh, actually it's not even in there in the article. That's funny. But anyway, Prince of Persia, of course, they they spent more time talking about The Lost Crown, which is launching on January 18th. Assassin's Creed Nexus, uh, bringing three adventures to VR. So Assassin's Creed is moving to virtual reality. And they also added a third Assassin's Creed game. Assassin's Creed Codename Jade is going to take players to China's first empire. And I believe that is a mobile game. Is that correct? Am I remembering that correct? One of these yeah, Assassin's one, yeah, Creed is Jade, a mobile. Jade is the mobile one. Codename Jade is the mobile. Okay. Yeah. And we also have the Division res, uh, Resurgence. Um, and then the Crew Motor Fest, which is dropping on September 14th. Skull and Bones has a closed beta that's going to be coming out on October, t- or sorry, August 25th. Just Dance 24 edition launches on October 24th. And we also saw... Netflix's Captain Laserhawk animated series. Um, Got to see a first look for that. Also, Bra- Brawlhalla Combat Evolved Epic Crossover is coming on at July 12th with none other than Master Chief coming to Brawlhalla. And also, uh, they wanted to remember that you can try out Ubisoft Plus for 75% off on the, the Ubisoft store. So overall, I, I thought uh, Ubisoft had a pretty good show like this year and it seems like uh they they showed off a lot of good stuff um greg what what stood out to you for ubisoft this year seemed like it was kind of lighter so like last year obviously we had like the um sparks of hope and stuff so that didn't seem like there was too much going on that was really interesting to me because like assassin's creed is they've not really supported like the switch with anymore or even like the wii u like it failed like on it so it's pretty much didn't really anything caught my eye from Ubisoft this year. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They did actually, I feel like they mentioned that the DLC is coming out for the, um, uh, Raymond DLC for, uh, sparks of hope, but they didn't really spend much time on it. I was expecting like a lot more. I'm like, Oh, let me, let me see more. And it was like just a little teaser and they moved on. They're like, Oh yeah, it's coming out. That's it. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, there was there were several things that, that stood out to me. Uh, unfortunately, like you said, Greg, though, like it's there's not too many games that I can play because I don't have a PS5. Um, some of these are coming out on on Xbox Series S, so X and S, so I could potentially play them on that. But I'm not sure if I will or not. Um, but uh, but I was impressed with what I saw, though. I mean, and it, these Star Wars games are are great, and uh, I'm not a big fan of, of Avatar, so I don't really care about that. And the game looks great, but I don't care about Avatar. Um, again, Prince of Persia looks fantastic, and um, I'm interested to see what people say about Just Dance um, and how the direction they're going. I know Barry's so excited to buy an empty cartridge or empty case next year uh, or this this fall, but um, <laughs> but uh, the Crew Motorfest also looks good. I'm always up for a, a good um, racing game that you know has, has a really good, fun, but arcade's a kind of look to it and everything but uh barry other than being upset about just dance 24 or anything else <laughs> if, if we even get a, a case uh just dance 2023 was an empty case too already and it was empty case on all platforms and it wasn't just the yeah. switch like even playstation was an empty case <clears throat> um it was you know ubisoft shows are always weird uh, i think ubisoft usually has the worst pacing mm-hmm. of any show i feel they're getting better and I feel they open with Just Dance just to get it out of the way because everyone expects it. So, of course, they're going to do a dance number and they use it as a hype. Uh, I'm sure there were a lot of collective groans like I saw. I was like, oh, they're doing a Just Dancing now. Okay, not pay attention. Yeah. Um, Avatar, I think, looks great. What kills it for me is first person. If mm-hmm. they there's a third person while flying, if they had third person like exploration, I would be all for that. I, I think Pandora is a beautiful world to explore. St- give us a choice. Even Elder Scrolls has the ability to go back and forth between the yeah. two. There um, was another game shown off. I forget with all these games that happened for Summer Game Fest. There was another one that you can switch between third and first person. Do you remember that? what that was? Uh, not offhand. Maybe it's one we haven't talked about yet. But I Maybe. do remember but, them showing that off in the gameplay. But like that, that's... If, if they could have done it back in Morrowind and they, they could do it here, so... Um, I would really would prefer that. Uh, Prince of Persia, Last Crown, uh, Lost Crown again, uh, fantastic. I never heard of Captain Laserhawk. I knew that it was like just by the art style. My God, this is about Blood Dragon, which I never played, but just by buying the cart and seeing the, the trailer, uh, it looks interesting. Like I, I might have to check out that show. Um, Ubisoft likes to delve into other mediums. They had that that one show on like Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I think they had, and they had uh, obviously like Assassin's Creed the movie. Um, I thought it was weird that Skull and Bones had a song that was kind of yeah. pace breaking. Uh, yeah. Did not expect that. And like I was like, but I do like the fact was was it that one that did it? Oh no, it was, that was later on. Um, what was it? Uh, Trackmania was good to see. Mario mm-hmm. and Rabbids. They showed twice. They showed like a sizzle reel, and then they had like, oh, now we're gonna show us something for Rayman, and it was nothing. Yeah. I was like, ah, a tease. Uh, and Star Wars Outlaws. That looks great. I, I you know, love Star Wars, so I'm excited to see how that one works out and plays. Yeah. That, yeah, I think Assassin's the, Creed, they're milking at this point, too. I was like, three right. of them? Yeah, it keeps showing up in all these different ones. Um, I I agree. I, I think the... I, I forgot, because of all the games, I forgot that I didn't enjoy their show. <laughs> but I enjoyed what they showed off. But I, But I also agree that, like, yeah, and like, and it was just so random, put together kind of stuff. It was just like this, and then this, and then like, yeah, the Skull and Bones song coming out of nowhere. I'm like, 
is it, I guess this is about a game, but I don't really see much about the game and they're not talking about it, but then they go into depth about other games and like, yeah, the, the whole pacing and, and everything else was, was kind of weird, but, but what they showed off, I enjoyed for the most part. So, um, Jakester says, I wonder how skull and bones will turn out considering it's a uh, 10 year old, uh, 10 year Oh, it's in, been tenured development mail. Okay. Um, I didn't realize it's been in development for 10 years though. So that's, that's crazy. Um, hopefully that means it's good. Like that, that could be a good thing if they just continue to be working on it the whole time. But if they, if it's just been sitting there, then that's a different story. Um, but that was Ubisoft. Let's move on and, and talk about what Xbox showed off. What? Why are we talking about Xbox in a Nintendo podcast? Well, apparently Microsoft likes Nintendo, unlike Sony. Oh, very, <laughs> very what they show off. Yeah, so they, they did show off some stuff that will be on the Switch, plus, plus some stuff that you never know. Microsoft and Sony are kind of butting heads, so we might see some stuff. Uh, they started with a, a really interesting trailer for Fable. I'm a big fan of the Fable series, so I, I, I thought that was that was a pretty ingenious trailer. Um, then they went from Fable to a new game called South of Midnight. Uh, they showed off Star Wars Outlaws. That's actually where I think the, it premiered. Uh, Thunder Lotus was shown off uh, from 33 Immortals. Or um, 33 Immortals was announced from Thunder Lotus. I got that backwards. My bad. Uh, Payday 3 was announced. Then you know, Payday 2 went to Switch, so maybe 3. Uh, Persona 3 Reload Remake was announced, which is going to Switch. Uh, Avowed is, was shown off. Sea of Thieves, which every time I see Rare's logo, man, I get so excited. And then it's always yeah. Sea of Thieves. I wish they would do something else. But I do think it's cool that they're doing Legend of Monkey Island. Um, that is a crossover I did not expect to see. So, you know, I'm sure Monkey Island diehards are going crazy and, and good on them for giving some, some love to uh, Lucas. Uh, Flight Sim is getting Flight Sim 2024. It's is really weird to see, you know, Flight Sim getting, you know, almost, almost annually again. Like, uh, this is going back to the 90s again. And uh, they also showed off that the flight simulator that came out previously is getting a Dune tie-in, mm -hmm. um, which I did not expect, but it looks really good. I did enjoy messing around with the other one, so that's interesting. Uh, Senua's uh, Saga Hellblade 2 was shown off. I, I'd like to see that go to Switch. Uh, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth uh, had a very risque trailer. Uh, Fallout 76 is now in Game Pass for the five people playing. Uh, Kunitsi Gami, Path of the Goddess, was shown off from Capcom, New Hack and Slash. Forza Motorsport is, uh, looks like going online only. So they're following Diablo 4, shame on you, um, but that's coming. Uh, Elder Scroll Online, Necrom is a new expansion coming out for any ESO players. Overwatch 2 is getting an invasion uh, update. It's a new season. Persona 5 Tactica is coming, and that's also coming to Switch. So again, I'm not big on turn-based or the 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 yeah the uh, strategy RPGs, but I'll probably give this a shot because I love Persona 5. Don't nod. We just talked about them earlier in the show. With Harmony has a brand new game called Descent. So hopefully that heads to Switch as well. Uh, Was it uh, Still Wakes the Deep was announced. Um, then a cel-shaded adventure, Dungeons of Hinterburg was shown off. Keanu Reeves, talking about all these celebrities, came back to talk Cyberpunk 2077, gets a Phantom Liberty update. City Skylines 2 
is coming. The first one was on Switch, so maybe the second again. Uh, a brand new RPG called uh, Metaphor Refantasio from the makers of Persona, which I believe will most likely go to Switch. Uh, Towerborn is coming from the Banner Saga developers. Clockwork Revolution is a brand new FPS that looks like Bioshock Infinite. And then they showed off a brand new console. Yes, new hardware. Uh, it, it is, in fact, just an Xbox Series S in carbon black that has a one terabyte hard drive, but it's something. Now you can get your speaker in black. Yay. <laughs> With more memory. So, so uh, Steve, why don't you go first? Because I know you actually have an Xbox. So yeah. what did yeah. you think? Um, I was tempted by the black xbox honestly because it these <laughs> games are huge and like my my white a series s is it gets filled up so quick um and so yeah i was i was tempted it was like maybe maybe um but all they put in it is as far as i know it's just a bigger hard drive um yeah. and a paint finish and it's like man if they if they bumped up the specs just a little bit in addition to and got it slightly closer to the series x that might send me over and I'd sell, sell my, my white one and buy a black one. But, um, of the game, oh, I did forgot uh, Starfield as well was shown off. Oh, yeah. Of course that had a separate direct after. Sure. Yeah. That, that game, that game looks awesome. And it looks like it's like taken like all these different games similar to it from the past and go, Hmm, I take the best of that one. And what all you promised over here, I'm going to take the best of what you got over here and all you promised and we're going to put it out. So if it can deliver, it's going to be pretty great uh, as well. Um, I think of the games that they showed off, um, 33 Immortals looks great. Of course, uh, Towerborn looks fun as well. I'm, I really enjoy the, um, the flight sim stuff. I always have. And to see where they're going with that and now pushing it a lot more is really cool. Um, and uh, I did have Game Pass for a while and was able to play the last uh, version of, of Flight Sim. I may end up getting it again. And that's what I feel like recently. I'm like, there's so many games that are going to Game Pass. It was like, I feel like every one of them they announced are like, play it on Game Pass, play it on Game Pass. I'm like, how are they making any money? Um, <laughs> but beside the point, not my not my <laughs> thing to figure out. But I was like, none of these games are actually selling for $60, $70 because people are just getting them for free with their subscription. Uh, and they got to somehow split it all up between everybody. But that's another podcast for another day to talk about that stuff. Um, one of the games uh, was the, uh, the uh, Monkey Island one. So I'm confused by that. Is that... That is not a traditional Monkey Island game, right? It's the no, it's sea Monkey of Island style brought into Sea of Thieves Correct. style, right? Okay. So that was it. When they showed it off, it was confusing to me. I was like, wait, which which one's crossing over with which? <laughs> like, it's, so. it's like a Sea of Thieves is more like a, it's like an open, like online MMO style, but yeah. the, the subscription. And it's like now you could sail to Monkey Island and there's a whole okay. single player story there that you can experience. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. I liked, I liked that idea better than the other idea of bringing sea of thieves into the point and click kind of thing. Um, cause I'm not a huge point and click thing. I'm not a sea of thieves player, but I like the idea of that a lot more. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's I, I, the funny thing as I, I was watching the, uh, the chat and I think like <laughs> when they started showing off Fallout 76, everybody's like, no one likes this game. Stop talking about it. 
<laughs> like, I was like, that's, that's really unfortunate, <laughs> but, um, it's kind of true. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are the ones that, that stood out to, to me. Um, how about you, Greg? Yeah, pretty much. I don't really follow like a lot of the Xbox stuff because I don't have the Xbox and I do understand that like at least the, they're getting along a little bit better with Nintendo and some of them are coming to switch, but even I think the ones that are, I don't think I have too much interest in like it. I'm great. It's glad that they are supporting switch even through their dedicated um, show. So that's great to see. But um, a lot of the, so far, a lot of the Xbox games that have come over, I haven't had too much interest in. So I would just like to keep up that partnership going. That's really great to see. Yeah. Yeah. Jakester's wondering, yeah. What if rare actually announced a new banjo game? That would be great. Instead of every one of these, I was the same thing. As soon as Rare sort of popped up on the screen, like I know I I shouldn't I shouldn't be excited anymore, but I still get excited. Still yeah. get excited. <laughs> Just because they're all over the classic systems. Like whenever you like boot up like an NES or sixty four or whatever, and you see that rare logo, it always fills you with joy and excitement. And then it's just so conditioning. Like you just see that little spinning R and you're like Ah, oh, they were great once. Yep. <laughs> now it just brings sadness. What could have yeah. been? Yeah. What stood out to you, Barry? Uh, Fable. Starting off the show was good. I've been waiting for that. I've been mm-hmm. wondering when the next one's coming out. Uh, I think the Fable series is a lot of fun. Star Wars Outlaws already announced. Uh, you know, I already talked about uh, all the Atlas stuff. Although I'm kind of sad about the Persona Three Reload is not going to include the FES and the portable editions, mm-hmm. which is boggling to me. If you're going to remake a game include all the additional content over the years don't do the standard one um they're getting a lot of crap about that right now but uh all three atlas titles do look fantastic and i'm glad they're all coming to switch or at least two of the three are announced already and i'm sure the last one will um what was it flight simulator looks looks really good uh and i think like the uh oh just that was the uh, mm, one yeah, from don't yeah. nod I'm really, really excited to see what they do. I I like Don't Nod. I I have faith in them. I don't know if that's going to Switch or if it's an Xbox exclusive, but I'm interested to see how it is, especially coming right off of Harmony. Uh, It's like, all right, bring it on, Don't Nod. You keep going. Uh, And, uh, you know, I'll I'll see how Starfield is. I I, I got burned with No More Heroes. No More Heroes. um, No Man's Sky. (laughs) No Man's Sky, and uh, that that was a dumpster fire at launch, and mm-hmm. it's a Bethesda game. Bethesda games are known for being buggy at launch, so I, I'll probably mess around with it next year, sometime or the year after. I don't know. It looks like there, there's a lot of promise that they want to deliver on, and when you promise too much and you don't deliver on all those promises, the game suffers for it. Or if they're trying and they stretch themselves too thin, so mm-hmm. they say, "Oh, we 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 put this system in, and it's like tacked on, and it feels." terrible like you're better off just putting your resources elsewhere so we'll see uh, i did did get so much bioshock uh, infinite vibes from clockwork revolution i was like this this looks like a copycat this looks like you know i just can i see your homework and it's like oh yeah look i just here's bioshock infinite again yeah um but i mean it could be great but i'm not big into fps anymore so uh i guess we'll see but I thought they had a good show overall. Uh, Microsoft, ever since they got criticized for exclu- lack of exclusives, I feel they just keep shoving it in the face at this point. It's like, look, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Like, okay, look, we yeah. get it. 
It's not that you don't have exclusives. It's that you don't have exclusives that people actually want to play. There's right. a difference. Yeah. So uh, a lot of lo- this 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 uh, showcase specifically, I felt there was too many CG trailers. I don't know what, mm. what the games are like. It's just too much. None of gameplay, you know, overall. Um, if it's a game we've already know, like Forza, like all right, we well, that even showed gameplay. But like uh, South of Midnight was a CG. I, what is it yeah. like? What do I? They yeah. all, I don't even know what the game is. It could be great. It could be terrible. Right. Sell me with gameplay. So mm-hmm. that's my takeaway. Yep. Yep. I agree. Well, Greg, tell us all about what Capcom announced at their showcase. Yeah. So they had a. Uh... Some new details for uh, Dragon's Dogma 2. They had like, a deep dive trailer where they dove into that. Then there's a uh, Pragmata was is apparently delayed indefinitely. So there was like a little special note saying that they're like, sorry. And instead of it launching um, this year, it's going to be an unknown uh, time forward. Then there's uh, Apollo Justice, the Ace Attorney trilogy is coming in 2024. It's also for Switch along with some other consoles. The uh, Exo Primo got a new trailer, and there's also a battle pass and other stuff that, that was going along with that. Um, Ghost Trick, there's a new demo that's Wait, now what did available. You call that? The Exo Primo or whatever. Exo Primo. Primo. Okay. <laughs> it's just the link. Like, just trying to speak quickly and covering it all through. <laughs> but yeah, Exo Primo got a new trailer. Good. Yeah. And there's a ghost trick had a new demo that's now available to check out and that will also be coming to switch playstation 4 xbox and pc later on um i don't even know if i want to even try the next one <laughs> uh Kinitsu gami path of the goddess that got a new trailer and then um mega man is apparently returning but it's only for steam ios and android with a uh, mega man x uh dive i guess D-I-V-E. I don't know if it's separated. It's supposed to be separate or just pronounced no, dive. dive. Know, okay. Just yeah. weird capitalization in the middle of the word there. So, <laughs> Yeah. They, it's it's weird. Um, I'm glad all of us can get to enjoy the, the mispronunciation in this episode, not just me. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, of the of the ones for me, uh, Ghost Trick is it was, it was a great game before I downloaded the demo, but I have not played it yet because I've been playing Harmony um, more. But I'm definitely gonna be checking out the demo, and I'm guessing it's probably gonna be the same as the demo that I played before, like years ago from 3DS. It's probably the exact same thing, just updated. Um, but it was really fun though. Um, enjoyed that for sure. Um, but uh, I'd say the I mean I'm always it's always unfortunate when a game gets um, delayed indefinitely so i didn't really know much about pragmata but uh it's kind of sad when those kind of things happen um dragon's dogma 2 was probably the only other one that that kind of stood out to me uh, of those games i was never into mega man um like the oh actually sorry i i keep thinking because it's for some strange reason i think it's the mega man what's the 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 ones that came after x it was like the Battle Network uh, Zero. Battle Network. That's I get con- yeah. X confused with Battle Network, and so I immediately thought, "Oh, great, another thing like Battle Network," and I don't like it. But X was great, so this is great. But it's bummer that it's only coming on like Steam and mobile uh, for now. So maybe we'll see it eventually. If it is, then I'll get excited about it. But if it's just on Steam and mobile, I'm not that excited about it. But uh, Barry, what about you? Uh, yeah, I thought this was uh, it was a well-paced show. 
Uh, well, I forgot to mention the Xbox thing, but Kunitsu Gami Path of the Goddess does look really good. I'm mm. really interested to see how that plays. Uh, beautiful art style. I uh, was so excited to see Mega Man, man. I was so excited. And then what it was announced, I was like, oh, because X-Dive, it's, it's a fun game. I, I have played the Steam version of it. It's a gotcha game. It's exactly like mm. I saw that. I'm like, the writing's on the wall. I'm not going to get into this. I just mm. wanted to play it, but I'll play it good. The fact that they're doing this offline, hopefully they're getting rid of the gotcha. They're doing some kind of system to, to alleviate it so you can get, get all the different suits and, and all that stuff. Uh, and you don't have to grind because it's a very grind heavy game. Uh, excites me. And then they're like, oh, it's not coming to Switch. Like, like this is the type of game that should come to Switch. Yeah. What, you're just doing all these legacy collections. Bring this to Switch. It's offline. It's perfect. Um, I'm sure it will come to Switch. I don't see why it wouldn't. But uh, Street Fighter Six, they they showed off a little stuff with the the tournament that was cool. Uh, Ghost Trick, I'm really excited for. Uh, played a bit of it on DS. Never finished it, so I was really excited to see it come back. Have the physical pre-ordered, but of course not in America because we don't get that kind of cool stuff. Uh, I've been waiting for the uh, the four, five, and six for Ace Attorney, especially because five and six were digital only on the 3DS. So when the eShop closed a few weeks ago, months ago, whenever it's been now, um, those games were gone. You could not play five and six. So that's terrible. So that mm. fact that this is coming out now, uh, four, five, and six, uh, phenomenal. This brings the games back, and there is an Asian physical. So they're getting physically preserved. Thank God. Um, and, of course, Dragon's Dogma 2. Uh, Dragon's Dogma was a game I just picked up and played on a whim on Switch, too. And it was phenomenal. I was, it was great. It was you know climbing on monsters and action RPG and fantasy world. And did something I did not expect where, where it has permanent damage, where story events can happen and destroy towns. And those towns are gone. Like, you mm -hmm. can't go back to them. Like, whoa, I did not expect this to be a, a lasting thing. But it was great. They made an anime on Netflix. That's great. So I'm really excited for Dragon's Dogma too. That's cool. Uh, go in the chat real quick. Uh, looks like Gaming Dad says, I want Dino Crisis and Parasite Eve back. XO made me think of Dino Crisis for a while. Yeah. And then uh, Jakester says, didn't care for Capcom's show since Battle Network is already out. So Jakester's a fan of Battle Network. I'm not. So he's <laughs> his own. Uh, Greg, any thoughts about Capcom before we move on? Um, not really a whole lot, but I mean, maybe I might actually check out the Mega Man game on mobile just to see what it's about, but quite possibly not. If it's just to be riddled with microtransactions and grinding, that's... Well, they, they might have gotten rid of it with the offline version. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. I might have to be checking that out, but that's probably about it, though. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to our next to last one, Future of Play Direct. And they had another long list of games that were shown off. And I'm just going to run through these pretty quick. You got Yasuke, uh, A Lost Descendant, Atomic Picnic, Cavern of Dreams, Rune Fencer, Elia. Here you go. Word that I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> that one. Uh, Ritual Ow. Night. <laughs> Are you going to help me out on that one? Rune, Rune Fencer, what is it? Ilya, Ilya. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Ilya. Ilya. <laughs> uh, Ilya. Ritual <laughs> Night. Uh, Technonica. Techno te Technonica. Blah. Arctic Awakening. Uh, Rika. Is it Rika or Rekka? Rika? I think it's Rika. I don't know. Uh, Love Shore. Demon Spore. Psychorama. 
or Psychrama, sorry. Um, I think it'd be cool if it was called Psychorama. Uh, Playdate <laughs> Play console. They showed off uh, a lot of uh, so, uh, like three games, I think, for the Playdate console. Uh, Solar Punk, Wild Mender Bombing 2, A Graffiti Paradise, In Stars and Time, Hermit and Pig, Let's Revolution, Space Chef, Word Factory, Gordlets, uh, Argeline, Ar- Argeline Era, Airborne Empire, The Wandering Village, and Aloft. And then they had a big highlight reel at the end. So, uh, Greg, any any thoughts about the future of Play Direct and all the games they shut off there? No, I don't think I really had too much here because, as with uh, normally other shows, I didn't really look into it too much. So, it'll just be things to be um, trying to catch up on because there's way too many good games and stuff coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Barry, how about you? Uh, I did not get a chance to catch this one, uh, but I can tell you this. Airborne Empire is a phenomenal game. If you like SimCity, um, it is SimCity in the sky with with like RPG-style elements. It is a lot of fun and something I had to forcefully pull myself away from when I, when I was messing with it. Um, my wife actually like took over the computer and was like, I'm going to play this. I'm like, you're not getting any work done. So that, that is the big one for me. Excited to see, uh, see that get some, some attention and interesting that the play date console is getting some attention too. Like that's, a, I have never picked it up, but I've heard some good things and it's just, it's a weird little system. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I think, I, I was actually, I was turned off by this entire event. Like I wasn't like, it was just kind of like meh. And so I'm sure there, there are probably games that I need to go back and just watch the trailer for it themselves and just look into the game itself because the entire event was just like, eh, I'm just watching this to see what's coming out. Like it wasn't, it wasn't exciting for me. It was, it was kind of blah and, um, and yeah, so I'm sure there are games like that. That game, that's awesome um, to hear that, Barry, because I I didn't pick that up from the show because I was kind of bored. So I need to go back and actually uh, check check some of the stuff out because um, I'm sure there's some great things in there, but it just nothing nothing stood out because it was kind of a meh. And at that point too, I mean, like I I didn't watch any of these live. I think except for the Xbox one. And so like all of these, I was trying to like watch back to back, um, over like a couple days and, you know, uh, at some point you just kind of get zoned out. <laughs> like I've seen so much. I'm, I, I don't really know unless it's a game that's like really going to knock me off my feet. Um, I'm going to be bored by it right now. I'm sorry. Just, just the nature of, of this season of the year. <laughs> this week in particular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, Barry, finish us off with the Tribeca Games Spotlight. Yeah, so a couple of games here. It's a little smaller one. Um, it was only seven games. So we had a Highland Song, Goodbye Volcano High, Chance of Sinar, uh, Nightscape, uh, Stray Gods, the role-playing musical, The Expanse, a Telltale series, uh, and Despeliot. I guess that's how you say it, Despiliote. I don't know. Um, so uh, that was a, a 3D slice of life adventure game about soccer. That sounds up your alley, Steve. Um, what did you think of this? <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I just want to play soccer. I don't want to do a slice of life thing. Just <laughs> just give me FIFA. Um, <laughs> that's like I like a soccer story. I think is another one. And I'm just like, oh yeah, that's rare. That's great. But like, and there's a couple other ones that are RPGs. And I'm like, no, just just let me play the game and not like the recent um, uh, Mario Strikers game either. Um, Nightscape is really the the one that stood out to me uh, of all all of these. I think it it looks great and. Um, yeah, I like the the two two point five D like puzzle adventure games are have been like recently my kind of thing. I'm getting into those like whether it be like Zelda kind of puzzle adventure or it be like um, oh shoot, why am I blanking on that other game that I really like? Uh, it came from Microsoft as well. Like it was on Xbox and they Ori. two of them Ori like that kind of stuff. Um, any of those kind of things that has some cool graphics, puzzle adventure will, will pull me in. And so, um, yeah, looking at, at, uh, at, um, Nightscape is probably the, the one that definitely stands out to me, uh, of this one. So Greg, what'd you think? Um, yeah, nothing. I don't think too much stuff really stood out to me. I was looking through some of the trailers and stuff, so it's probably mostly going to be skipped. So nothing too much for me. Yeah, Barry. Um, this one to me, the standout is actually the Expanse, a Telltale series, and not only one of my best friends is telling me like, "Oh, you should watch it." I haven't seen the series; it's, it's a prequel. But I love Telltale games, and it's also made by Deck Nine, which has worked oh. on Life is Strange. You know, they did uh, they did Before the Storm, and they did True Colors, and they did the remaster of One and Two. Uh, so Telltale and Deck Nine together. Um, I'm interested to see. It's a space story, and, I, and I've heard really good. I guess my best friend, one of my best friends, is like, "Oh, you need to watch The Expanse. It's a really cool space epic sci-fi story." Um, so that has me excited. Like, I'm interested. I, I wish it's on Switch. It's not, but I'm definitely interested in checking it out because of the pedigree of the developers. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, move on to that's the end of our big Summer Game Fest news discussion. We're going to move on to quick three headlines and then uh, start to talk about games that are coming out over the next couple weeks. Uh, so let's kick it off with the first headline, Barry. Uh, yeah, so if you didn't get enough showcases uh, for Summer Game Fest and and uh, all what we talked about today. There's still one more coming and we could talk about next time. That's happening on June 29th at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's the Anna Perina Interactive Showcase 2023. Uh, so we'll get to see some of the stuff that they show off and hopefully some good stuff. They have really, really unique games. Um, so I'm interested to see and if hopefully you'll be tuning in because we'll probably talk about it next time. That's June 29th at 3 p.m. Eastern. NSO for um, Game Boy Advance is going to get an update in just four days here. So uh, one of the very, I think this is the very first uh, Fire Emblem game that came west on the Game Boy Advance, which is uh, just entitled Fire Emblem, and it's the adventure starting Roy. So you'll get to check out his uh, debut um, game on uh, Nintendo NSO in just like four days. And also that summer of play is happening it's uh, started on June 15th and you're going to be able to go up and visit the summer of play until August 28th and eight 
different direction or different locations. So uh, when you go, you're gonna be able to receive this passport and you go around to the different stations and get your, your passport stamped every time you experience something, whether you play a game or you go to a photo op and all those different things, cash it in for some Nintendo goodies. Also, if you check in with your My Nintendo account on your phone, you'll get a gift as well as 100 free My, uh, My Nintendo Platinum points. Um, and also a GameStop coupon for $10 off when you uh, spend $75 at GameStop. Also, uh, you can experience the Mushroom Kingdom Yourself photo booth. Uh, and it looks like from the games or the press release and the Im images and everything that we've seen, you're going to be able to play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Tears of the Kingdom, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, Super Mario, or sorry, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Mario Party Superstars, Super Mario 3D World, and New Super Mario Brothers U. And you also have uh, photo ops with uh, Animal Crossing, Pikmin, Pokemon, Splatoon, Super Mario, and Yoshi's Crafted World. And we have the entire list on our website and also on our social media. But uh, yeah, from June 15th all the way through August 28th and eight different locations across the country. I know that there are two that are coming close to both me and Barry. Uh, weird to see that they're not going to Chicago for Greg, though. So, um, but uh, I guess, you know, you have to hop up to, uh, to Michigan if you want to, Greg, if you want to hop over there. But uh, we got... One in New York and one in one in Colorado. So maybe maybe we can go over there and uh, check it out there, Barry. Uh, I, I if I could, but it's a really busy <laughs> time. I don't know if I want to go to the meatpacking district. It's a weird place to put a Nintendo. Isn't show. it weird? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I don't know much about New York, but I think that's a weird place to put it. Well, you know, because I would expect it to be at Nintendo New York, like in the store, but no, they, yeah. I guess they wanted to go into a different part of town since Nintendo New York is already there as a presence. Yeah, I guess so. So, uh, yeah, uh, Greg, any quick thoughts about these stories? I thought it was pretty cool to see uh, Fire Emblem was dropping, so I might be uh, checking that out at some point because there's still a number of them that I haven't played, and that was one of them, so it It'd be pretty cool to check that out and yeah it obviously kind of stinks like you were saying there's nothing coming here but i don't think i usually would go to those because i pretty much have all the games already that they have for play and it's just kind of it's just basically for advertisement purposes for the most part it's not like it's oh check out this new game or something so yeah it was just yep yeah. and then as barry already said we'll be talking about that uh showcase on the next podcast so that was pretty much sums that up yeah yeah, Barry, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm happy to see Fire Emblem come. I know Japan actually is getting the first Fire Emblem GBA game that we did not get as well. So if you do have a you know Japanese account, you can you can play that one. It won't be in English, but you can experience it on NSO. Uh, it'd be nice to see things like that get translated and brought over here. But uh, who knows? But I'm happy for all the Fire Emblem fans. It's definitely. Uh, seeing it sell the expansion pack to a bunch of people. Uh, Summer of Play, like like Greg said, it's an advertising thing. I have all those games. I played all. I played most of those games, if not all those games. And uh, I don't need to go to a place to stand around in the meatpacking district to watch people play games I already have at home. <laughs> I could just stay home and play those games. Um, uh, photo ops might be cute, but it's not worth the train ticket sure. to me. 
Um, but I, I like that they're doing this. And you know what? This is going to August. And remember, September is the, the, the event in Seattle. So maybe this is like a precursor. Um, because I figured this is what the thing in Seattle would be like. But mm -hmm. since this is its own separate thing of summer of play, maybe there's more to the Seattle thing than we know. Who knows? I guess we'll see. Um, and uh, always excited to see what Anna Perina brings to the table. They are very talented and they publish a lot of great titles. So uh, we'll see what they bring and hopefully a lot to the Switch because they, they do have most of their titles on the Switch. Yep, yep. Well, let's move on and talk about what's coming out over the next couple of weeks. Um, we will be back just a kind of programming note. July, July 3rd will be our next episode. We'll be recording that live and then we're going to take a break uh, for the rest of the summer. So over the next couple of weeks, we've got some games coming out called Sonic Origins is coming on June 23rd. Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life on June 27th. The Laura Croft Chron uh, Collection, sorry, it should be called the Laura Croft Chron Chronicles. Uh, the Laura Croft Collection is coming on June 29th. Enclave HD is coming on June 29th as well. Master Detective Archives Rain Code on June 30th. Everybody 1-2 Switch is coming on, on June 30th as well. I know everybody's excited about that. Crime O'Clock, also on June 30th. Ghost Trick, uh, Phantom Detective, also on June 30th. Uh, a little game called Calculator Maker, My Calculator, is coming out on July 6th. I just wanted to make sure. I know that's after our next podcast, but everybody needs to know about Calculator Maker uh, as well. And, and a few other games, you know, like The Legend of Heroes, Trails to Reverie, Into Reverie, coming out in July, Oxenfree 2, Might and Magic. Uh, Pikmin 4, all those games are going to be coming out in July as well. We'll go over more details about them on our next podcast. But what games uh, stand out to you, Barry, and what are you hoping to play over the next couple of weeks? Um, yeah, so I'm going to do what I can with Diablo 4 until the 22nd when Final Fantasy 16 comes out. And that's going to be my main focus. Uh, if I could finish 16 before uh, a good chunk of time before July 7th, I'm looking to play um, the Operation Raincoat. Uh, that one is looks fantastic. Uh, the uh, Master Detective Archives Raincoat. That one, it's I believe it's made by the Zeroscape AI team. Uh, a negative because I got the the collector's edition of it, and there was a delay by a week because of the plushie. And I'm like, oh no! Like if I finish. Final Fantasy in time to play that I either had to buy a standard or just get the digital and and hope to beat that before the seventh because then of course we've got uh, Legend of Heroes Trails into Reverie which I'm really looking forward to that is the final game I get to play uh, before before my child arrives so if I could squeeze in that other one I will but Final Fantasy 16 uh, is definitely going to be the highlight nice nice Greg how about you Nothing really stands out this time around, and I'm sure it's just going to be definitely um, Tears of the Kingdom. I There's probably a good possibility I might be finishing it up with it for the next podcast, but I'll have to see on my progress over the time going through. But yeah, July is already looking pretty packed on a number of games I'm really looking forward to, so you can always go over that more uh, next time. Mm, nice. I'm really disappointed. None of you said everybody want to switch or or my calculator. I mean, that's, oh, crime, that's the... crime o'clock is another big one too. That one yeah. looked interesting. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I think that's uh, those are definitely some good ones. Um, like Greg, I, I need to get back to Tears of Kingdom because I haven't been playing it much um, the last couple of weeks because of, of Harmony. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting back into it for sure. And that's that's probably what I'm going to be playing most that in Rocket League over the next couple of weeks. But uh, maybe maybe if I make a lot of progress on, on Zelda, I might I might jump into another game. But uh, um, probably play the the demo of Ghost Trick and, and stuff like that. Um, let's see, looking at the chat real quick. Um, Hiawata says, looking forward to playing AEW Fight Forever, which is a wrestling game. And then uh, Jakester says, looking forward to finishing up Mission Minish Cap and starting Wind Waker HD, continuing Xenoblade and doing more of Stella Glow. So he's going to be really busy as well. And Jakester streams all of his games, pretty much all of them, I feel like, uh, over at, uh, on Twitch as well. So make sure you follow him over there. Um, yeah, I think, uh, Zelda's pretty much going to be my life for the next couple of weeks. And, uh, that's, that's probably going to be, be it. Um, <laughs> so that, that rocket league. So, um, like I said, we're going to be back on July 3rd with our next episode. Um, and as long as Barry's son doesn't come early, um, he should be joining us as well, but, uh, Greg and I will definitely be here. And then we're going to take a little bit of a break for the rest of the summer and we'll let you know exactly when we would be returning, but probably near the end of August or early September is when we'll be back. But, but, uh, that's, that's after the next episode, 274 is what we're ending right now. 275 will definitely happen on July 3rd, and then we'll see what happens after that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I know I got to get going. So we don't have much time for after show banter today, but uh, thank you guys so much for uh, being here for this episode. Um, hope you have some some good gaming sessions over the next couple weeks and join us for our next live episode on July 3rd. Until then, happy gaming, everybody. Have a good one. See you next time. 